global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, Stocks Lower, and this update is brought to you by ETF Exchange, BNY Mellon's ETF Symposium, September 19th to the 21st in Dana Point, California. The conference is complimentary for RIAs. Space is limited. Register at bnymellon.com slash ETF. Now let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Stocks are under pressure today with the Dow currently down 89 points. S&P's dropped 10 and NASDAQ is also lower by 10. The small cap 600 is down 2 points and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.7%. Over in Europe, Italy closed lower by 2.4%. Germany fell 1.5%. Back in the U.S., 9 out of 10 SP sectors are lower, led by declines in energy, financials, and telecom. Only utilities gained. Dow Transports fall 28, utilities rise 3, Nasdaq Biotechs climb 11, and the VIX is down by 3%. Leaders to the downside in the Dow included United Technologies, Chevron, and Cisco. And in deal news, J&J to buy Abbott's eye surgery unit for $4.3 billion in cash. Finally, Oracle dropped 4.7% after its earnings, while Intel jumped as much as 4.1% to the highest since 2001 after it raised its forecast. Live from the First Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg-type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Investing in oil and energy. Well, one of the people you want to speak with is Kate Richard. She is the founder and the chief executive of Warwick Energy Group. They're based in Oklahoma City, and they have interest in over 4,000 wells across eight U.S. states and over a billion dollars in managed assets. Kate Richard joins us now. Thanks very much for being with us. Tell us a little bit about Warwick Energy Group and what sets it apart. I know that you began your career at Goldman Sachs, but tell us about Warwick. Uh, no problem. Nice to talk to you this afternoon. Um, so Warwick um, was started in 2010. We are an Oklahoma City-based um, private equity entity, and we consolidate non-operated assets in the core of the core of the lowest cost basins in the U.S. And um, so what we do is we buy minority interests in oil and gas wells and in oil and gas leases or acreage um, right in the core of the core. So after exploration and after proof of concept and um, non-operated assets are interesting for people. They are also a little bit confusing because the typical investor thinks normally if a well is operated by Chevron or Exxon, it's 100% owned by Chevron or Exxon. In reality, um, we have fractional interest in oil and gas wells. So you can think of it like a pizza, and um, we buy the uh, pieces of the pizza to buy as much as we can in the well. Typically, you have the operator, which will own 50% and um, drill the well, and then drill subsequent wells on the acreage, and then you have multiple non-operators. So are you getting uh, those pizza pieces at a big discount right now? 
Yeah, we are. I mean, that's one of the reasons that you go to the trouble to consolidate non-operated assets because you can buy in at interesting valuations. But the more important reason that you go to the trouble to buy non-operated assets is that once these very, very high-quality, low-commodity price break-even plays like the Scoop, which is the South Central Oklahoma Oil Province, or the stack, which is the Sooner Trend in the Anadarko Basin of Canadian and Kingfisher Counties, which is a terrible acronym, <laughs> or um, the Permian Basin in West Texas. So once you have plays like the Scoop in Oklahoma, the stack in Oklahoma, or the Midland Basin or the Delaware Basin in West Texas, proven. So once people know where the core of the core is, which is um, in real estate terms like Fifth Avenue real estate. So once that's identified and you really have proof of concept from wells that have been drilled, oftentimes at that point, the big chunky operated positions in those plays will not exist anymore. They will have already been leased. And so at that point, the only way to get into the core of the core or to get into that Fifth Avenue real estate is to buy the non-operated interest. And there's an interesting precedent for this in the market. Um, Devin actually bought a company called Geo Southern, which was a Blackstone-backed entity um, for $6 billion, and that was in the Eagleford. Devin had kind of missed building a big operated position in the Eagleford, and that was a non-operated position. At that point, it was the only way to really get into the core of the core of the Eagleford, and so they bought this non-operated position, and their operator was BHP. So that actually also is a very interesting thing about U.S. oil and gas. Um, oftentimes, the non-operated owners or the fractional minority owners who own pieces of the pizza, so to speak, will actually be oil and gas companies. So you will have Devon in BHP Billiton Wells, or you will have Continental in Newfield Wells, or Newfield in Continental Wells. And, uh, and so there's a very big part of the U.S. oil and gas industry that is non-operated, even for the big operators. So when you say non-operated, obviously someone else is doing the operation. You're taking that passive uh, interest uh, in, in the investment, correct? Yeah. yeah. And so another word for non-operator is operated by other, or another term for non-operated is operated by okay. other, which we call OBO. Right. Kate, okay. let, me, oh. let me ask you about the, the price of oil right now. Back down to a level we haven't seen since the beginning of August. You think investors pay too much attention to the short-term supply and demand factors. What should we be looking at? Well, we look very closely at the movement of the S&P. We look very, very closely at the euro-dollar exchange rate, and we look very closely at the, cop the copper price. Um, so what we actually see is that short-term supply demand fundamentals may drive the stock on a daily basis or for front-month contracts, but for the longer-term crude contracts, so for, you know, December 2016 crude or for the 2017 strip, we don't see those forward contracts or the overall price of oil on a five-year basis really move on, you know, a Department of Energy inventory number for crude or on an IEA, International Energy Agency report on the short-term demand for crude. And in fact, what we see is that it moves more fundamentally in line with some of the bigger financial factors like copper pricing, S&P pricing, or the U.S. dollar exchange rate. And I would tell you in terms of um, the currency, that is probably what's most important right now. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Kate Richard is the chief executive of Warwick Energy Group, speaking about investing in energy assets based in Oklahoma. This is Bloomberg. 
Coming up, Taking Stock of Luxury is brought to you by your Tri-State BMW centers. Visit them online at tristatebmw.com. At BMW, they only make one thing, the ultimate driving machine.